0: And welcome back to the Pin Pin podcast. I'm your host Joshua Axon, the voice of college bowling, and we're in week 5 of the 2023-2024 college bowling season, and things are heating up. We've had our first tier 1 last week, and this week we had another great showing from all the teams across college bowling, and now that teams are are settling in, we will be able to take a look at all the tournaments and rankings that have occurred thus far. So like I always say, let's get right into it. The first tournament is the Bud Whitman Memorial, which is an NCAA tournament. It was Delaware State who won with a total score of 8,173, while Long Island University was only 41 pins behind. They got some new coaches up at Long Island University, so I can't wait to see how they progress throughout the season. Wilmington University finished third with a total score of 8,051, while Mali University and Kunsten University ran out at to your top four and five. There were 13 teams in this event, and it really was Delaware State who was only really big name in this tournament. But Delaware State has a lot of growing to do after their showing last year, and so I can't wait to see how well Delaware State does In the upcoming events. The next tournament is the Penguin Classic, where Arkansas State won with a total score of 13,175. And it was five games, 40 Baker games. So a lot, a lot of bowling going on these couple days. Youngstown University finished second, only 45 pins back. And then it was a huge drop off. Youngstown. University was forty five pins out of first, but Nebraska, who was in third, was four hundred ninety-three pins out of first. Duquesne was seven hundred thirty-five pins out of first. Then you have Valparaiso, a really good team finishing fifth, with a total score of twelve thousand three hundred and fifty one. Other notable names would be Lewis and Wright State. Wright State is making its debut as an ncaa team after having success as a club team but in this environment they did not finish as well as they would have liked but they can certainly bounce back the last ncaa that i'll talk about is the grapevine classic it was st vincent college who won with a total score of eight thousand four hundred twenty-nine. not a lot of name power in this event as well You had William Smith College finishing second, Robert Wesleyan finishing third, Damon College and Hilbert College finishing fourth and fifth out of this 10-person field. So it really was kind of like a getting-your-feet-wet moment. For most of these teams, there was that really one-stack tournament. But other than that, not a lot of things happening on the NCAA side. Rolling into conference play for the mid- iowa bowling conference it was iowa western community college who's been really really good at developing players and making sure that they can go on to the next level since it is a community college they finished first with a total score of 8406 while university of nebraska finished 8335th only a 71 pin difference while waldorf and clark who have been kind of battling for that third spot in the conference finished 3rd and 4th respectively co college a really good college finished 5th and then you have Iowa community college hawkeye community college Iowa central community college finishing in the later half of the field most of these teams are community college teams which is why I think this college conference was formed just to give those teams kind of a better opportunity to get themselves some points as well as to showcase some Of the outstanding bowling that their athletes have. Now we got to go up north to the EIBT conference where William Patterson put on a clinic shooting a resounding 7,658 and the next highest placer was 480 pins back, which was State University of New York, Stony Brook, Rochester Institute of Technology, who we had on the podcast. Finished third with a total score of 6,870. Shout out to those guys and for trying their best and finishing really, really hard. Uh, in fourth place, we got New Jersey Institute of Technology, who did well as well with a total score of 6,606. While Rutgers rounds out the top five with a total score of 6,453. William Patterson still puts themselves in contention for titleship this year, which is good to see them get back on track after not having that good of a season last year and what most people consider a lackluster season. Then the only team on the women's side was Bloomfield College, so congratulations to them. This team is doing really, really well, but they just need to bowl against more competition. The format for this term is four games. And then 15 big games bowling on a basically 2-to-1 ratio. Now heading to the Great Lakes, we have the Great Lakes Bowling Conference where Marion University, Wisconsin finished first with a total score of 8,772. And they were the team to beat Wisconsin Whitewater, finished second, 648 pins back while Wisconsin Stout finished a thousand thirty-nine pins back and it just keeps going on and on from there. So for the most part, it was Marion University, Wisconsin, and Wisconsin Whitewater who are the probable favorites to win this conference as well as to claim some power points from this conference. A lot of these conference teams are club teams, but you know, Wisconsin Whitewater has been historically good, but now that Sean Walkman is no longer the coach, the level of talent and or ability of the players now coming in may be called into question by some people around the college bowling ranks in terms of the conference style tournament it was five team games 16 baker games so a really good tournament easy in easy out but now we go to the scad shootout down in georgia where weber international picked up a win with a total score of 7385 while SCAD Savannah finished second with a total score of 7,092. Emmanuel throwing their name in the hat with a total of 6,563 really was not in contention to win after being almost 400 pins back after day one, but tried their best in day two in the Baker format and put on a good showing. Then you had SCAD Atlanta in fourth, Florida State in fifth, Sixth place, uh, Central Florida. Seventh, Mobile University, and then eighth place, Barton College, who recently became a member of Conference Carolina. So not a good start off for the Barton Bulldogs, but we'll see how they progress. Again, this tournament format was four team games, sixteen Baker games on one point nine to one. Getting into the tournament of the week, it was the Columbia 300 Western Shootout on the men's side. Purdue won with a total score of 9,895. St. Xavier came in second, only 68 pins back. Calumet College finished third with a total score of 9,772. Davenport made a name for themselves by scoring top five with a total score of 9,737. Wisconsin Whitewater also put themselves into contention with this tournament with a total score of 9,695. Some other notable entries. In sixth, you have Indiana Tech, who has been going down in the past, but still managed to finish well. Balwan Abbey finishing seventh. They were in the top echelon, if you will, of the tournament the entire time and really made great strides. They were even, for the last eight games, but ultimately finished seventh. But this is a really good opportunity for Belmont Abbey. They have another tournament, the Orange and Black, out in Ohio. So we'll be interested to see how they do. In 8th, you have University of St. Francis. Ninth, McKendry, which may have surprised some people. And then 10th, Midway. Other notable names were Trine, who was out there. Tennessee Wesleyan was out there. Um, Vincennes was out there. And that was pretty much it. There were 32 teams, making it a really, really well attended tier two. There were six team games, 16 Baker games, and I heard it was pretty easy. The strikes were coming. If you had it, you had it. If you didn't have it, you didn't have it. It was really one or the other. For the women, Midway University won with a total score of 9,328 while Calumet College St. Joseph finished second, St. Xavier third, trying with a good finish in fourth, St. Francis of Illinois in fifth. Other notables would be University of Cumberland in sixth, William Woods making a statement by coming in 12th, and then you also have Tennessee Wesleyan and Purdue in 17th and 20th. The format was the same, and now that we went through all those tournaments, let's look at the rankings. Looking at the rankings for the men, Wisconsin Whitewater is in first. They have won a lot, and they have done four tournaments thus far, so almost half their schedule completed in the first five weeks. Then you have Weber International, who was previously in fifth, now bumps up to second after a really good showing in Georgia. St. Ambrose, who was in first, now is in third with two tournaments to their credit. Lawrence Tech, trying to remain a player on the national stage, is in fourth. Marion University, Wisconsin moved up one spot to be in fifth. Concordia University, who typically does a lot of tournaments, has done three so far in sixth. St. Xavier, also at three, has done really well. Cayman College of St. Joseph in eighth. Belmont Abbey, who was previously in 17th, rises to top 10 being in ninth for the first time in program history. Oklahoma Christian, who's had a good showing at the SWIBC, finished 10th in the rankings this week. Rock Valley College, another good. College finishes 11th. Mesquite University drops to 12th. So does Mount Mercy. St. Francis, Illinois, in 14th, goes up four spots, while Midway University goes only up one spot, but they will be competing in Ohio at the Orange and Black as well. Aquinas College in 16th goes down three spots. Newman University goes down three spots for 17th, Indiana Tech moves up 11 spots after being in 29th previously. McKendree University moves up six to be in 18th place tied with Indiana Tech. Purdue University moved up 28 spots after a great finish this weekend. Missouri Baptist making itself known at 21st. As you know, they had that kind of fiasco with sectionals last year in 22nd is the university of nebraska with three tournaments putting themselves back into contention davenport who had a good finish is in 23rd southern nazarene university in 25 and madonna university in 25th so a lot of good bowling that's happened through the first five weeks we're actually a fifth of the way through the season, if you can believe that already, with still lots of tournaments to go. But things are going to heat up this weekend. We got the orange and black. We got mid-states. We got some NCAA tournament, So it will be really interesting to see how this all shakes out. But that's all I have for this episode, so I'll leave you all with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all next week.